Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, October 25th. Thank you guys for tuning in. I see the phone lines um, lighting up with some listeners. Um, Thank you guys for hanging out with us this Sunday night. We have a great show planned. Tonight we have the um, founder, president, and CEO of the Sister Accord, Ms. Sonia Jackson-Miles, on with us tonight. But before we get with Sonia, I'm going to turn it over to Denise, and she's going to introduce our beauty news segment. Good evening, everyone, and thank you guys again for joining us tonight. Uh, just very quickly, um, if you all would like to join the conversation, besides calling in at 914-803-4399, you can also join me over on Twitter for a tweet chat. We are beauty underscore talk. Again, that's beauty underscore talk, and we will be using the hashtag beauty talk as well as the hashtag, the definition of beauty. Again, that's hashtag beauty talk and hashtag definition of beauty. So joining us tonight, we have a special guest on the beauty news segment tonight, Mr. George Copeland. We're going to bring him on the line. He is the owner of, I believe I'm pronouncing it correctly, Hygieniskin. Hygieniskin, that's correct. All right. Welcome to the show, George. Oh, thank you. So tell us exactly what Hygieniskin is. Well, Hygieniskin is a hygienic hand palette. It's for mainly for makeup artists, although hairstylists and some lash artists and even some people on dialysis are having are, are using it. But it's, it goes on the back of a makeup artist's hand, and we want to stop use, using the back of our hands for makeup application, especially with the COVID-19 going on. Uh, yeah. It still seems to have ramped up with it, but it just protects the makeup artist from the transmission of bacteria and viruses. We don't want to put, you know, oils and hair and, and transfer these things to our clients' faces. So this little um, hand palette is transparent, uh, waterproof, disposable, sterile. It sticks really good to the back of the hand. It's, it's, it's medical grade, and artists seem to really love it. Nice. So how did, um, how did all of this come about? 
Well, my uh, my late wife was a was a esthetician, and she worked mm-hmm. in the beauty industry for years. Uh, she did the Golden Globes, Academy Awards. She was a Shamar Moore's uh, personal makeup artist on Soul Train for seven years, and she came up with this idea and put it all together, and we got it packaged. And she never really got to see it uh, come to fruition because she passed away from breast cancer in 2016. And she asked me to keep it going, to, to make it happen. Because she just knew, she wanted to clean up the makeup world, and she knew that this was going to work. And I gave right. my word that I would do that, and I've been pushing it ever since. And it really took off in 2016 and 17. I went to the esthetician show, and uh, it did great in Las Vegas and got into some major stores, Friends, Namies, and Nigel's in Hollywood and some oh, nice. places in London, and really started doing well. Oh, nice. Nice. Now, you mentioned, um, I believe you mentioned that some people on dialysis, they're using this? Yeah, there was a, a couple you, people who called me because I think that they they have some tubes that go up their arms, and this, it really sticks very well because it's a medical grade, and um, they've been using it for dialysis. I'm not 100% sure how they use it. What they've been ordering. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Nice. Nice. And so I think I read somewhere where where um, you say it's reusable. How like how is how how is it reusable? Well, we have a we use a hand sanitizer on it. So in between, mm-hmm. um, let's say we put some lipstick on it. And between clients, you can just spray some hand sanitizer and wipe it right off. I've tested it, and I've worn it for, you know, 24 hours. I've taken showers with it and woken up, and this thing is still sticking in my hand. So (laughs) makeup artists in between clients, they can just use a hand sanitizer and clean it off and keep going. Okay, and so the sanitizer is not, like, breaking it up or anything? No, not at all. Nice. Nice. Feedback have you been getting from from the makeup artist? I have not met one makeup artist who didn't like it. Every makeup artist nice. seems to like this thing. The studios have been calling, ordering dozens of boxes at a time, because now with this COVID nineteen, they're not playing. And the difference, mm-hmm. like Mac, they won't let you use the back of your hand. It's a policy for some of these companies. So makeup artists are using plastic palettes and metal palettes, but this one uh, on the back of our hand, it it transfers body heat. So it makes the makeup more, you know, go on better, more. Mm -hmm. It warms it up a bit. It does. It does. So it goes on better. And it's, you know, you can just take it off and, and use another one whenever you get ready. So they really like it. Right. And I, I love it, and it's been uh, we've just been pushing it. And Ellen's been helping me, and she's a marketing genius, so uh, it's it's ramping up. Good, good to hear. Good to hear. And mm-hmm. so, where where can people buy it? You, I think you mentioned Friends and Nigel's. 
Yeah, and Mamie's in Hollywood. We've, uh, you can get it at hygieniskin.com. Uh, you can also get it on Etsy. Etsy, um, you just put in hygieniskin. That's H-Y-G-E-N-I-S-K-I-N. And uh, you can order from there, and I'll ship it right out to you. Sounds good. Yeah. Nice. Now, real quickly, how much is it retailing for? It's retailing for $20 for, for, for a box of 50 skins. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's really inexpensive, and it's, and it's almost essential now with what's going on in the mm-hmm. world. And um, we're just hoping, we're really thankful for you guys for having us today and, and looking forward to just doing bigger and better things and hopefully get this thing going and I can keep my word to my wife and do the best I can to get it out there. That's all I'm trying to do. (laughs) Absolutely. We we all will work hard to see what we can do to help you out. (laughs) Well, I really appreciate it. We really do. Thank you. You're welcome. It's our pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that beauty segment piece there. Again, it's hygieniskin.com, and also you can um, look it up on Etsy. They have a store on Etsy as well. Retailing for $20. And if you're in the L.A. area, it's at Name, Friends, and Nigel. And, of course, you can go online and order from those stores as well. All right. Again, I mentioned a few minutes ago that our guest tonight, she's author and founder, president, and CEO of the Sister of Ford Foundation. Um, I want to kind of, like, tell you a whole bunch of stuff about her, but you know what? I'm just going to bring her on, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. She's been on the show before some years ago, but she's back. We're going to let her reintroduce herself, rather. And um, I'm going to bring her on right now, Miss Sonia Jackson-Miles. Welcome to the show. Well, Sonya. hello. Hello. Hey there. <laughs> <laughs> Can you wow. tell how excited she is? <laughs> right. Man, I've been waiting. <laughs> I have been waiting for this uh, moment. I am so excited to be here. With my sisters tonight, um, it is just, uh, it's a beautiful thing when when people connect. You know, I have a number of people who are DMing me and following up with me and want to talk to you all and meet you all. And uh, George um, is working with uh, a dear sister of mine to bring his wife's dream to life. And so Ellen sent me a message, hey, I saw your, your post Um and I, I really uh, would love for George to be able to share what he's doing. So thank you all for having him on. That's really, really a beautiful oh, thing to, to see him. Yeah, and this being, you know, breast cancer awareness or, um, you know, uh, breast cancer awareness month, um, you know, yes. it's really important for us to recognize that, you know, a lot of people have really beautiful, amazing dreams, and this terrible disease, uh, you know, takes them away from us before they're able to see some of those dreams come to life. So thank you for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Absolutely. Um, so you're here. <laughs> 
I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long time since you've been on here with us. So just briefly um, reintroduce yourself and tell people a little bit about who you are. You have accomplished a lot. Um, (laughs) You've done a lot. So just tell us all about Wow. So uh, good evening, everyone. And um, uh, thank you for joining us uh, this evening. And thank you for all the excitement. Um, It is such a beautiful thing when I have the opportunity to uh, spend time with sisters and create space where we just have a heart exchange. And that's what this is uh, going to be tonight. And so I um, am the founder of the Sister Accord LLC and the Sister Accord Foundation, uh, where I'm on a mission to have a billion girls and women learn how to love themselves and each other. I was in corporate America for over 20 years, and I saw some of the most terrible behavior among women. And I worked for some amazing companies, and I Mm -hmm. saw some terrible behavior. And it caused mm. me to say, mean girls grow up to be mean women if there is no intervention. The sister accord is the intervention. We need a disruption to all of this negative behavior, all of this hate, all of this, I have to make you look bad in order to look good. I'm going to throw you under the bus. I'm going to uh, harm you um, with my words. And so I wanted to use my voice. Uh, and decided to walk away from my amazing corporate career, uh, all the trappings of success, money, all of that stuff, title, and left seven years ago. So that that was seven years ago that I left P&G to start the Sister Accord um, betting on myself. So I took some funds from my stock options, and I said, I'm going to use this money and bet on me. And the rest is history. I mean, I am just amazed with everything that has happened and how God has blessed this work in seven years. Um, We're now on on the campus of the Ohio State University with the Sister Corps chapter. We're getting ready to launch chapters in Africa. And my sisterhood and brotherhood in the workplace platform now is launched as well. So I spend most of my time is spent helping companies uh, create cultures that help people win, where everyone has an opportunity to win and can and be successful in their environment, and, and eradicating these toxic work environments is killing folks. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I yeah. have two sons, one husband, and a dog, and they're all men. And so, pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. You know, you know, Sonia. I remember. I remember <laughs> your struggle, your struggle with the whole, the whole idea of, um, it wasn't the, the, it wasn't a struggle with starting the sister court. It was the struggle of, um, you know, leaving that corporate environment. And I think that's something that, you know, like if, if you're like me and Janice, we, you know, we were both in the corporate environment before we started in the beauty industry. And so, it, you know, it can be a struggle because, like, you, you, you said it so perfectly. You said the trappings of success. Yes. Yeah, and it's those things like that, you know, that consistent paycheck, you know, <laughs> things like benefits <laughs> that want to keep you in a That's place 
where most people are successful and, and they love what they were doing. And, and for mm-hmm. some people, they, they're in a place where they don't like what they're doing, but yet <laughs> the right. money and the benefits keep them there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like yeah. but it almost keeps you from your life's purpose. Absolutely. And it, it's like we get, you know, we get stuck in that, you know, we're, we're making we're making money and, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. we feel like the, the checks are going to come every two two weeks or once a month, however you got paid, you know. But thinking about yep. all of that, none of that is really guaranteed. None of that's no. guaranteed. You know, no. uh, this corporate environment can decide we no longer want you here. That's right. So it's like it's that's you know, right. so people, you know, when you when you when you're trying to weigh the the pros and cons of whether or not you mm-hmm. should leave something or you know, mm-hmm. just always follow your heart. You know. That's and it's right. just a beautiful thing to just see you where you are now, because when you started this, I was just like, oh, okay, the sister accord, and you know, and I, I, I knew what what you wanted to do with it. But I mean, now you're saying you're starting a chapter in Africa. Wait a minute, we haven't talked about this yet. <laughs> I know, I know, but that's just how that's just how it's grown. I wanted the sister accord to be a lifestyle brand. Right. So mm-hmm. what I did was when I left PNG, I created something that I call a life integration plan. And what I wanted to do was I, I studied marketing at FAMU. So, I, you know, I'm a marketing you know, person. Mm-hmm. It's in my DNA. And I said, mm-hmm. I need to sit here and really think about how can people use the sister accord every day, the principles of what we stand for every single day. And so that's where the book came, and I was nominated for the NAACP Image Award, and that just blew my mind, right? Right out of the gate, God just added all kinds of amazing things onto this movement and this work. And so uh, after that happened, and I was getting these calls from people all around the world telling me how the Sister Accord had transformed their lives, I'm like, really? (laughs) Really? (laughs) And so... um, started a jewelry line and, um, you know, T-shirts, branded items. Uh, we were having our tea parties across the country. Sister Accord Day started strong. Mario and MC Light was our first year anniversary celebration of Sister Accord Day. Um, you know, we came out strong, you know, over a 1,000 people in the middle of Cincinnati, in the heart of Cincinnati. So all these things were happening on this journey and I began to really truly understand that this was what I was called to do. And I, I tried to rationalize in my mind, why was I running from it? Cause I literally ran from it for years. I, I, I literally, um, after it was presented on Capitol Hill, I, I didn't do anything uh, with it for years. Um, and then now I have a fragrance line, you know, that we're getting ready to launch as well. And so, it's just really cool how, uh, and we have a tea, a special blended tea. So people can literally understand from the time that they wake up in the morning, that whole cloak, putting on the cloak of peace, putting on the cloak of love, putting on the cloak of joy. Um, that's what I desired in that life integration plan, and it's now actually come to life. Okay, wait a minute, Sonia. No, <laughs> we really haven't caught up in a while. I know, I know, I know. A Hold tea. on to your seats, ladies. <laughs> Wait, a tea? <laughs> we have a tea, sister. Oh, it, it is so good. 
Serena T. <laughs> okay, now um, wait. Out of New York. You have to tell everybody Serena how T. they can get this yeah. tea. You got to go to Serena, S-R-I-N-A, and uh, Serena.com created an organic tea that will blow your mind. I mean, literally, people are telling me how they're putting my fragrance on when they go to sleep at night. They're having tea in the morning and at night, and they have this sense of peace and calmness that is, like, mind-blowing. They're trying to figure out, like, what is in this stuff that is making me, um, you know, have that, that calmness in the midst of all this anxiety and everything that people have? Everything that I prayed for that my products would do to inspire people, it's actually happening right before my eyes. So, yeah, SharinaT.com, it's a black-owned, woman-owned business out of New York, Monarchy, uh, Porter mm-hmm. Young, wanted to partner. You know I believe in collaboration. I talk about right. collaboration. And so all of my, um, all of these extensions, as I call them, of the essence of what the sister court is, uh, I partner with people, and then that's how we bring it to life. And so um, Therese Western created my fragrance. Oh, my gosh, that fragrance smells like heaven. I always tell people it smells like heaven. And we gave samples out for Sister Accord Day this year, and literally people are using it to, to um, just get them in a place of peace and calmness as they're going to bed as well. But it's a really beautiful fragrance, luxury it's a luxury custom blend um, fragrance. And so, yes, we have been, we have masks, we have everything, Sister Accord. Um, <laughs> and, again, it's all designed to be that life integration that I talked about at the beginning where people can use, use the message and use the principles of the Sister Accord to transform their lives and their relationships. Wow. Nice. And for those wow, of you wow. who are wondering, the Sister Accord tea is a hibiscus vanilla herbal blend. Just mm-hmm. putting it out there. Mhm. <laughs> mhm. It's, it's really, it's really so tasty. Oh my gosh, my father loves mm-hmm. it. You know, I see him in the morning, and he's blending, and I, and he's in there putting his little stuff together with the tea, and I'm like, oh, look at my dad. <laughs> It's really, um, it's really quite nice that all of this has happened in seven years. And I, I wrote a song too, um, uh, my sister, my friend. And so you will hear it. Yes. You'll you'll hear it in some of my videos. We haven't released it the way that we're going to release it, but you will hear it in some of our videos as well. So a lot has happened in the seven years that I uh, since I launched uh, the Sister Accord in 2013. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now, I want to get back to the sister accord a little bit, but let's switch gears mm-hmm. for just a few minutes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my sister and I just completed like an eight-part series, and we talked a little bit about race and racism and diversity mm-hmm. in the um, beauty and entertainment industries. Um, mm-hmm. And this one's talk about your experience. You're, you know, you're a black woman here in America with two young black mm-hmm. men as sons a black husband, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. how are you feeling? How are you feeling about all of the racial tensions and unrest that's going on in not only this country, but in the world today? Yeah, I was going to say, if you only said this country, I was going to say, ah, sister, this is all around the world. And I used to go 
you know, my my job um, it took me to every continent. Um, I, I was I was so blessed in my corporate role to be able to see the world, and um, it pained me because I saw a lot of what we're talking about here. I saw it everywhere, yeah. everywhere. I mean, I was in Brazil. I was in Europe, wherever I went. You know, I saw some of this, and so it really um, pained me. And that's, I think, another reason why I spend so much time with my corporate leaders on getting the right culture is to recognize how bias operates, recognize how mm-hmm. bias seeps into um, how we operate and how we see each other. And so I'm so committed to doing everything that I can to change the outcomes for the children and our children's children and the, and the folks who will come after us um, so that we leave these corporations in a much better place. Uh, Cause it's painful to see people being mistreated and harmed simply because of the color of their skin. And so, you know, the thing that I've been working on with my sons in particular who are uh, 23 and 24 now, I'm 25, so I don't want people out there trying to do the math and all this stuff, you know. But they're, they're at that age, you know. A lot of times, you know, the sister accord is all about girls and women, but there's a spillover effect, and I spend a lot of time with boys and men as well because um, depression and suicide, you know, that 18 mm-hmm. to 25 uh, period uh, for, for men can be rough, right? And we know, we yeah. see the statistics for it. So I have been working with my sons during COVID on mental health and making sure mm-hmm. that we're talking about what we're seeing and making sure they understand, um, you know, what's going on and they have a safe space to ask questions because it's painful. You know, I, I, I said to someone that, um, Last year, June 10th, I lost oh, the love of my life. My mommy passed away, um, and I had never seen anyone transition before. And then when George Floyd, when that, that video, and I try to be mindful of what I watch, but when I saw that man on the ground and when he called for his mother, I lost it, right? So that was the second time I saw someone um, die, you know, and so uh, that was um, really, um, that was a tough one for me because, you know, I had just lost my mom, and so uh, I am so committed, and I am working with these leaders, and I'm working with organizations to say we have to be cognizant of how we're treating each other, and I call it putting the human in humanity, so my Unconscious bias training is called respect for all, um, putting the human in humanity. And what I say is what, what's going to be required if we're really truly going to change the outcomes of what's happening, we have to do the heart work. So you'll see me do the hashtag heart work, and I talk about heart work is the hard work, but if we're really truly going to make any changes, we've got to do the heart work. What I have found is people will throw money at this, this is not a money thing. This is a heart thing. So if we're going to mm-hmm. really get this thing right, we've got to do the work, and we have to peel back all those layers of stuff that have led to the systemic issues that we are facing today. Otherwise, 
our children's children's children are going to be talking about the same thing, and that's unacceptable. Yeah, absolutely. True. Absolutely. How how do you how do you think we start to to deal with this? Because uh, we we've been talking again, like I said, about in beauty and entertainment, but how do we start dealing with this in the corporate arena? We have to have the conversations. And we have to create safe spaces. So what I talk about in, uh, as part of my training is we have to give safe spaces to people to really, truly talk about what's going on. In so many instances, and, you know, I work for three amazing companies, Ford Motor Company, the Gillette Company, and Procter & Gamble. And in so many mm-hmm. instances, we never got to those really, truly deep, open conversations about race because people are afraid and no one wants to be called out as a racist so they're like I ain't saying nothing I I'm going to ignore it I'm going to pretend like I don't see it and so if we don't create safe spaces people are not going to open up and listen and I've said this to so many of my mentees and my clients you can't shame people into doing better if you think shaming them and calling them out is going to give you an opportunity to sit down and create strategies and solutions for change, you can hang it up. So, you know, Mm -hmm. language is a big part of what I talk about. And, yes, people get upset and they're angry and, you know, they feel like they're talking about it over and over and over again. But if you don't have the language and you don't have the emotional intelligence to really drive the right kind of station, you can hang it up. There is no way that change will come. It's just not going to happen. Mm. Right. Right. Yeah. How do you feel? Well, two questions. I want you to talk a little bit about diversity in the corporate arena and then also mm-hmm. tell me what you think or how, how, how are they doing in corporate America in regards to diversity? Do you think that there's been some positive change made, or do you think they have a long way to go? What's your feeling on that? Yeah, I do think, you know, some of the companies that I have, and I, I've been so blessed to have an opportunity to visit companies and bring my the Power of Sisterhood and Leadership program to a lot of companies, um, and great leaders have great relationships. So, Yes, I do think that you have some leaders who are serious about wanting to do um, something. I think that what happens is we just don't, they don't know what to do. And so that's where, you know, folks like me who do this kind of work can come in and really give them a blueprint and a map that they can decide what works for their culture and be really clear about the actions that they're going to take, measurable actions. And so, unfortunately, I think what happens in a lot of instances is a leader will say, well, let's just give a million dollars to the NAACP. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So then we just, we've checked the box. All right. So now let's move on. And we have to say, no, that's not what we need to do right here. This is what we need to do. And we need to think structurally about our organization and how do we give people an opportunity to succeed and get into these different roles. Um, 
what I spent a lot of time working on when I was in corporate America was bringing people along, right? So it was important mm-hmm. for me to establish a pipeline. I did all the recruiting. I went to the HBCUs. I opened up a whole new world from a recruiting perspective. And then I said, well, once you get them in here, you've got to provide programs and structures and mentoring and sponsorships so that people then uh, have the opportunity to excel. And I was very fortunate in that regard that I had people who saw my talent and gave me the opportunity to show what I could do. And so it was important for me to do that. Now I'm doing it from the outside, but um, I think we have a long way to go. I think that people have to do this hard work and they have to be committed to it. And it can't be just the flavor of the month um, because this stuff is going to take a long time to really, truly evolve. Um, where people are having these opportunities at all the different levels and the C-suite and at the board level. So now what you're seeing is a number of uh, companies now diversifying their boards too. Right. But it's just all, yeah. it's all the beginning. It's, to me, you know, it's that we're at the beginning stages of it, and I just hope that we don't lose traction um, because we really need to have a sense of urgency in, in, in putting these uh, structural interventions in place. Right. Right. Well, you know, um, two years ago, we celebrated 10 years hosting Yay. and producing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and then Congratulations. Back- Thank you. So December, it will be 12 years. Um, wow. And we wanted to, back then, we wanted to do something big. We were like, oh, we have to have this big celebration. We, we're going to do this big event. And then we thought about it, and we were like, no, that's not really what we want to do. So hmm. we started mentoring other makeup artists. We wanted to do something to mm. give back. Mm-hmm. And even though this show, this show is a way that we give back to the to the um, beauty industry, but we wanted to give back, so we started a mentoring program. And then also we decided, you know, we ask our guests every Sunday night, you know, what's their definition of beauty? What does beauty mean to them? And we wanted to have a way because over the years we we've, we've had some very interesting answers that brought about some very interesting conversations. Like, because that question is asked at the end of the show, um, mm-hmm. it's like when we hang up from the show, we're, like, still talking about some people's answers. So it's brought up a lot of great conversations um, mm-hmm. about beauty and about how women see themselves and how they see others, mm-hmm. other women mm-hmm. and how they treat themselves. And so I think you are such a great guest to have on tonight talking about this because when you think about the principles of the sister accord and all that stuff you mm-hmm. mentioned earlier tonight, you know, mm-hmm. if if women just dug a little deeper and went beyond yes. the, the physical, yeah, what she's wearing and what my yes. hair looks like, that kind yes. of thing, I sometimes I really believe that we could really get past a lot of those some of those issues that we see amongst women and also mm-hmm. women are showing young girls that this is how 
we are, and that we have to stop. Right. And that's right. We have to stop the, the bullying as well. And that's so, right. We kind of wanted to do like you know this Instagram campaign, and it's been in my mind for the for a couple years now. And I started collecting people's definition and getting their pictures and. Mm-hmm. I've been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And my sister said, stop asking people <laughs> to send in <laughs> their definitions and pictures if you're not going to put it out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, yep. that's, that's true, but, and I was going to put it out there then, but I just kept feeling like, no, now's not the right time. Now's not the right time. <laughs> but yep. now, now I really feel like it's the right time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So if I asked you three or four years ago, you'll you'll begin to see your answer soon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're gonna see your answer soon. <laughs> I think that's just but, such a beautiful thing. It's so beautiful what you all do. I just well, you know, I just I just love me some you. Um, both of you have been <laughs> such a blessing to me, and so um, I love I love what you do. I love what you represent, uh, and we have to shine a light on people who operate in excellence because there's so many people out here who operate in mediocrity. They operate yeah. in just uh, just such low vibration. And so when I every time I see you all, um, and I, I'll be glad when COVID is over so I can see you again. But um, you know, <laughs> you all just always operate in, in excellence, and I always like to highlight and shine a light on it, so that our young people see we can balance what they see because they see a lot of ratchetness. Okay, let's just be right. honest. Um, and so we have to we have to balance that. Absolutely right. Absolutely. So, based on um, the principles of the system, and I know mm-hmm. um, your answer may or may not have anything to do with that, but share with us your definition of beauty and talk a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, um, a big part of the work that I do, because my curriculum is in school systems now, and so the Sister mm-hmm. for Leadership Development Program uh, is what we teach so that young girls can have a long runway of understanding what it really means to love themselves and love others and be leaders who are compassionate and who serve with love. See, when I started, even though I'm 25, when I started my career, <laughs> it was this thing where you're supposed to be bad. You know, I'm a bad, you know, this and that and, you know, and, 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 you know, this whole mean, this whole notion that you have to be mean to people uh, in order for them to, to work. And it's like, really? That's a very short term. You might get some short term, you know, response to that, but that is not a long term strategy for leadership. And so self-love, I found um, the women, you know, where, when I when I was bullied in in the workplace, when I was mistreated in the workplace, it was because the women themselves were broken, right? Right. Yeah. So what happens oftentimes is we take this stuff on, and we're like, "Oh, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with mm-hmm. me?" And I and I remember so 
just like it was yesterday, this one situation that I had, and for a millisecond, sisters, I almost bought into what she was saying about me, and I'm like, what am I doing? Right. Right? Right. That's how bullying operates, right? So you have to have, we have to give our girls tools and strategies for overcoming this stuff because it's just terrible what it's doing, and it drives suicide rates. You know, uh, uh, leading cause of of, of teen death around the world, suicide. So I wanted to make sure that there was some structure. I'm a process girl. I'm a structure girl. So I'm one of those weird people who I love vision and all of that, but then I like to come down and get down into the details. And so I wanted to create a, a curriculum that integrated social emotional learning and and how to overcome trauma and how to overcome uh, the negative things that may have happened in, in our lives so that we could get to a place of truly 150% loving ourselves. I have found that when you really get to the place of self-love, and people like to throw that word around, but it's hard to get there. <laughs> it's really mm-hmm, hard to get there mm-hmm. there's always something about ourselves that we don't like. And so when I started liking the cellulite on my thighs and my butt and I started loving these lips that I hated for years, now people are buying them. Once I really, truly just embraced everything that is me, uh, that's when I really found I was living. That's when I really went to that next level of excellence. And so self-love is the cornerstone of the sister accord, because if I can get girls and women to understand that they are God certified, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, nobody like you. And you have all this awesomeness and this amazing purpose. And I can get you to stir it up. Listen, you can't turn it off. Literally. If I share all these testimonials and all these stories that I have for all these girls and women around the world who have uh, adopted the sister accord way of thinking in life, it is mind blowing, but you can't turn it off once you really get there, but you got to do the work. So that whole self love is really what I found allows people to just radiate. They glow. So people would say to me, Tanya, you're glowing. You look so different from when you were in corporate America. What's going on? And it's that (laughs) love. It's that self, that deep, deep love for self that I found then allowed me to love people um, in a way that then it just radiates. You know, it's like this aura. It's this thing that's just like that, that vibration um, is, is just how I live my life now. And, and, again, it all started with me going on this journey of self-love so that I could effectively share that with other people. And that's my definition of, of how to really truly embrace beauty and how to be beautiful is when you are in that state, perpetual, consistent state of love. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, how, how hard has it, was it, or maybe it hasn't been, but has it been hard trying to get young girls to get it, to get what you're doing. I know you do a tea party, but has it mm-hmm. has it been easy or hard to get to get young girls to even 
understand or grasp the concept of it all. Oh, it's tough because, you know, the world in so many instances tells them that they're not enough, right? Um, mm-hmm. The media says you got to compete, you know. Somebody's cuter. Who wore it best? They don't put two men right. in each other. They always put two women. So we're always constantly comparing. And comparison is the enemy of joy. Comparison will make you want to go lay down under the bed, roll under the bed, and stay there. Mm-hmm. Okay? And mm-hmm. There's always somebody cuter, thinner, all that stuff that doesn't really matter at the end of the day. But there's always somebody. Right? right? So if that's your standard of happiness, if that's your standard of beauty, you have to change. You have to shift. But it's so hard to do because there's so much peer pressure. So what I ask the young women that I mentor and that I spend with at Disney, because, you know, Disney is one of my partners when I left P&G, Disney Dreamers Academy um, with Steve Harvey and Essence Magazine, you know, what I talk to them about is you've got to surround yourself with love. Mickey Taylor calls it your celebration circle. Um, but people who want to see you win, people who will do whatever they can. Listen, all y'all have, the two of you, all you have to do is send me some smoke signals. If I have a, an inkling that you need something, okay, <laughs> I am running to figure out what I can do to serve you. That's what we have to do, and that's what we have to find. I come in contact with a lot of people, adult women and young girls, who don't have a celebration circle, who don't have people who want to see them win that they're spending their time with. So Mm -hmm. once I get them to understand the importance of of having people um, uh, around them, who will inspire them, they start to understand that everyone cannot go with them to their next level of excellence. Once I get them on that path, it's amazing. I mean, we have girls in our, so Cincinnati Public Schools was the first district. Now, this is a huge district. And get this, out of all the programs that they could have chosen, they chose mine as the curriculum for our Girls to Women program. And when you see some of our girls now and they are being interviewed and doing these things, and we're like, yes, because we have taught them as part of the leadership development curriculum that I created. We taught them how to embrace themselves, and that leads to the confidence and courage to use their voice. I didn't find my voice probably until I was at FAMU. We want these girls to find their, their voices in elementary school. And so mm-hmm. right. uh, once, once we got, once I can get them to truly understand their value and their worth, man, you can't turn it off. You can't turn it off. And that's the beautiful, that's the beautiful thing about it. Wow. I love it. What have, what have some of the girls that, that have participated in your tea party, what are what are some of the things that they are saying about um, the actual um, program itself, the, the tea party, the experiences? Um, do some of them reach mm-hmm. out to you like years later or months later um, just to kind of update you on what's going on in their lives and how things have changed for the better? 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I spend I, I spend a lot of time with graduates of our Tea Party program, and uh, these young women have gone on uh, since we started uh, in 2013. Uh, they are they have finished college. They are working on masters. Some of them have already gotten their master's degrees. Uh, and they said, came to your tea party. I never thought any of this stuff was possible. We have people who have credited um, the sister court with saving their lives, um, uh, overcoming anxiety disorders, um, who never thought that they were going to be able to even go to college. And I remember uh, one parent saying, I'm not sure what you did. I mean, we tried psychiatry, we tried psychology, we tried medicine, we tried everything for our daughter, and nothing worked. She comes to your tea party from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. on a Saturday and came back a changed person. What did you do? And I said, wow. So that's when I really started to understand what I had developed was really very powerful. And people said, how did you know how to develop it in that way. And I said, I just said, here I am, Lord, use me. And he gave mm-hmm. me everything. I can't take credit for it. Yeah, I just said, here I am. After I stopped running, because I was running, um, once I <laughs> sat still and recognized that this was truly what I was created to do as I was formed in my mother's womb, then I was able to sit still and create these different programs so that I could serve all of these people who were waiting for me. <laughs> yeah, wow. it's pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah, so I keep in touch now, with, as a matter of fact, the president of the Sister Accord uh, program at the Ohio State University was, she came to my tea party in 2014. And then she, wow. um, and she went to Cincinnati Public Schools. And um, if I, if I showed you Jada, if I showed you her today, and I showed you her from in 2014, and, and Jada will tell you, and she said this at a recent tea party, she said, I was on the wrong road. She said, I was getting in trouble. I was just not doing what I should be doing. And now she's at the Ohio State University um, and, and, and is the president of the Sister Accord um, organization there. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just want to read you. We just got a comment that came in, and I wanted uh-huh. to read you this. Um, she says, tell her, she ha- her name is Jennifer, and she says, tell okay. her she has a Cincinnati native who's listening tonight, and she's very proud to be a Cincinnati native, and she commends what you're doing. Um, she only wishes hmm. this was around when she attended Finneytown mm-hmm. High School. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. And so many people say that, gosh, why wasn't this around when I was coming up? And I said, yeah, Mm -hmm. I know. And that's why I work both ends, and I have all these different programs for women because we got to get this thing right, okay? It's time for us to step up and lead. And so I created the Power Hour, Feeding Your Mind, Body, and Spirit, Your Mind, Body, and Soul. And um, we work on mental health, um, physical health, and... um, emotional health, um, which is what I bring to the table. And then I have two other sisters. And now we have a six-week program that we just launched this past week, um, Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 10 a.m. 
to address exactly what we're what we're talking about here. Because if we don't mm-hmm. do the work, and most people run from this, okay? I, I get it. Nobody wants to see me coming. <laughs> but if people are serious <laughs> about really, truly doing the work, I have a roadmap for them to move to that next level of excellence. And it's tried. It's true. We have results. We have receipts. As um, as my mentees uh, say, we have the receipts. And so we are really excited about how we are continuing to help girls and women step into those leadership roles and really use their voice and recognize their value. Nice. Now, one of the goals, um, one of your goals is to have 1 billion girls and women from every part of the globe who agree to live mm-hmm. the principles the sister of four. Tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. what you guys are doing in Africa. You broke up. Say the last part of your question. Say, tell us a little bit about what the sister of four is going to be doing in Africa. Yes. So, oh, we're so excited that. Um, and I want to, you go. know, to get. <laughs> you want to go? <laughs> yes. Um, the, um, the, um, it's just, it's mind blowing. It's so mind blowing. But um, if, if I knew that I had to tap Africa and Asia, if I was going to get to a billion, right? You have to think about where the people are, right? The United right. States is such mm-hmm. a small, you know, part of um, you know the world. And so when I uh, met uh, a gentleman, we were a pan, we were panelists. Um, uh, speaking, and we started talking about the mission of the Sister Court and leadership and leadership development and how, you know, we can help churches and, you know, different organizations. He was like, we need to start this here in Africa. You know, we really need this. And so if we're going to give people tools, and this is why I oftentimes will talk about are we really serious about wanting to eradicate poverty? Like, are we really, really serious about eradicating poverty? Because if we are, we have to give people skills. We right. have to give people right. that, that and heal communities and families, build strong families. So the second book, I don't think I talked to you all about this, but um, the second book is 51 Ways to Love Your Children. We have to stop mm-hmm. harming our children. We have to make sure that we are raising in a loving way so that we can stop raising these monsters who will beat our girls, right? So it's all connected and related. So are we going to do something about it? Well, here's the disruption. And so we know, especially with COVID, we were telling people to stay safe at home. Well, Mm -hmm. everybody's not safe at home. Okay. That's right. Some people sure. are experiencing abuse, and, and not always just physical, but domestic violence rates are up significantly, double, triple in some instances, and that's around the world. And so, uh, if we're really truly going to eradicate bullying and violence against girls and women, if we're really truly going to um, create strong families then we have to do this work. And so going, taking this to Africa and starting these chapters in Africa and being able to bring the curriculum, um, you know, to women and to the families, uh, just 
I, I'm blown away that we're in, 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 in year seven, you know, are getting ready to make preparations for doing that next year. And so we're talking about starting in Malawi and uh, Zimbabwe. And I have been talking to uh, government in ten- Tanzania uh, previously as well because they um, had adopted um, principles of the sister core years ago after I presented on Capitol Hill. So we have a lot of um, excitement and pull. See, there's a demand for it because people are seeing that it is truly transforming their lives. And so, yeah, that's that's what we're are planning to do is have these chapters and then, you know, really focus on emotional skill building. We're, we're, we're focusing on, you know, social emotional learning and, you know, how do we overcome trauma? How do we uh, stop cycles of dysfunction? Okay. So, just because this has been part of your family for generations, okay, well, what, what can we do to stop it? What do we need to do? What's the root cause? And so we spend a, a lot of time on that hard work, and we're going to take that to Africa. Nice. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's really exciting. I'm I was so getting some excited. That, <laughs> I was getting some messages that were saying, uh, we need chapters to do this stuff. So I'm just we throwing that out there. In Atlanta. Oh, yes. 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 No, I do. I do want to make sure that we um, think about what that looks like in the United States as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have had. I have written down in my, I, I keep a journal. And so I've written down dreams and, and all sorts of things. I really have some really cool ways that I think we could come together with the makeup community. You know, I, I, I'm very protective of you all because I love you all and what you do. And I just think that people take you for granted and they uh, don't respect your craft. They don't want to pay for it. And that mm-hmm. always bothers me. And so, I, you know, I have a number of ideas. Uh, and Shanice uh, wrote on uh, Instagram, oh, I we have a round table. <laughs> but I have a number <laughs> of ideas that I think, you know, we should uh, come together, sister court principles, and really have some chapters and do some cool things where all boats rise, where we help each other, particularly in this COVID environment and People aren't, you know, working like they used to. I think there's some cool ways for us to be able to come together. And so I'll be talking to you all, uh, you know, off, um, you know, off of the uh, show here. But I think that um, there are some things that we can do to create chapters and create support systems for each other here in the United States as well. I love it. I'm so down for that. Um <clears throat> I wanted to ask you, you were talking mm-hmm. about when you read the principles of the sister court on Capitol Hill. I remember that day <laughs> you were in a hotel to do your makeup yeah. and it was all, yeah. all this excitement, you know, it was the um the um Obama's um inauguration yeah. and all this stuff yeah. going on. There were some women in the room. And, of course, I don't remember names, but I, I just remember somebody had an interesting story. 
Do, have you talked to any of those women that was in I'm the room I'm trying to think day? of who was in I'm trying to think of who was in the room because you all have been with me in so many instances. Remember, you were with me when I was nominated for the the NAACP Image Award. And we had some really powerful conversations with Terry Ellis from Involve. She was with me. Um, And I'm trying to remember who was was with me in D.C. because I I see it. I, I, I remember... And I'm trying to think about who that was with us because, yes, you all have been with me as some of the most uh, important uh, mm-hmm. aspects of this journey. And, um, yeah, you know, people will keep in touch. I, I, yeah. and, and I will get a text message or I'll get a message and people will say, guess what happened, you know, or they'll talk about the fact that, they didn't trust women anymore. You know, they've been hurt mm-hmm. so much that they're like, Sister Corp, you better get out of here. <laughs> I'm not dealing with women. <laughs> you know, these women are a trip. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and then they'll come back and say, you know what? I do need my sisters. Sonia, you're right. Mm-hmm. We are connected. We, we are created to love and be loved. So when we say things like, I don't need no friends and I don't care about this, no. Stop using that language. We do need each other, and it and it, it and it does get lonely when you don't have uh, safe spaces to talk um, to your sisters. And Dr. Chantel Thomas, who does the Power Hour with me, says research shows that uh, women, not not men, but women, need at least three people that they can confide in. Mm. If you really want to be able to keep your mental health uh, intact, you need to be able to mm-hmm. talk and share openly and, and, and frankly in a very uh, open and trusting way um, with confidants, right? So, so we, that's why it's so important for me to help girls understand how we can really support each other and really have these great relationships with each other um, because we do need each other. And so, I um, I get some of the most amazing uh, testimonials from people about how this this work and this mission and this movement is is cha- transforming their lives, changing lives. In a lot of instances, people will say save their lives. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I, I think about um, you said something. Um, mean girls grow up to be mean women if there is no intervention. <laughs> And the sister mm-hmm. court is the intervention. And mm-hmm. I, I really like that, and I really love the idea of um, trying to get to the young girls. Because mm-hmm. once they become women, it's so much harder That's right. to, to change opinions or to change things or, you know, to turn things around. I just really, um, I can appreciate the work that we're doing especially at the level with, you know, the young girls. Because my sister and I have, over the years, have spoken to so many young girls with different organizations that were, you know, led by, you know, some pretty well-known women. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I, but the story seems to be the same, you know, 
no matter mm-hmm. where you go, no matter what organization's name is called, no matter who's doing the work, it's really the same with most mm-hmm. of the young girls, you know, the, mm-hmm. you know, how they mm-hmm. interact with each other, the, the lack of support mm-hmm. that they get from right. other women and other young girls right. and family members, um, and just all the right. issues that they deal with. So if you mm-hmm. think a, a grown woman is bullying you, Imagine, right. you know, when that started for them and, and even why they're right. doing it. That's you know? right. That's yeah. right. So hurt people, really hurt people, hurt people. That's, That's I, right. I just, I just come right. to, to know that hurt people hurt people. And if you, don't, if you don't find a way to deal with your stuff, own your stuff, you just keep hurting and you just keep hurting other people. And mm-hmm. it is right. not a good place to be. It is a very dangerous place to be, and it's a dangerous way to live your life. There's nothing healthy about it. And and we know the statistics, particularly in the black community, every uh, disease, we're the highest on the list. Well, we're carrying a lot of stuff. Right. So mm-hmm. if we're really truly going to shed these things and get our, our bodies and minds and souls strong, uh, we have to do the work. We have to be committed to doing the work. Absolutely. Any final words, Sonia, on um, what you're doing? On it, what's the message that you're that you? Um, going forward, want to get out mm-hmm. to to people. Mm-hmm. You know, my message is really all about the self love piece. Mm-hmm. I spent, like I said earlier, I spend a lot of time in corporate America now. That's where I spend most of my time with my clients mm-hmm. and helping leaders understand how to lead. With love. So here I am, created a business based on love, which most people mm-hmm. would say, that's crazy. Like, you really going <laughs> to bet on yourself and you're going to bet on love? Really? So when I would go to CEOs and I would do my pitch, they would say, well, no one has come to me and talked to me about love in the workplace. Um, who are you? You know, they're just like looking at me sideways. You know how a dog will look at you kind of sideways? And so I've always been, I've always thought differently. I've always walked differently. I, I always saw things differently. And so I said, I'm going to do it. So when I created Dream Walking and all my other programs, it was all centered around this whole leading with love and creating environments where people can thrive because I saw so much behavior that really harmed people, right? And so um, that is really what my focus is because if we can really get people to focus on being able to bring their full selves to the table, being able to be excited about getting up in the morning and going to work, and doing the work that they um, are, you know, are part of in their in their careers, man, that's the sweet spot. 
Like, just think about everybody doing what they were created to do, whether it's in the workplace, because I don't like to shame people who are still working in corporate America. A lot of people who are entrepreneurs will say, oh, I can't believe you're doing that. No, don't do that. You know, we we, mm-hmm. we, we need leaders in every realm and in, in all spaces and places. And so, That's right. but if you can get to a place where, uh, there's an environment where there's a healthy environment and everyone has that opportunity. Imagine what our world will be like. Imagine a world where everyone is operating in their gifts and they have the opportunity to operate in their gifts and transform their lives and create a legacy of excellence that we can leave for our children's children's children. That's it for me. That's, that's, my, mm-hmm. that's my whole life mission. That's my whole life's mission. And so the fact that I have been blessed to see some of these things unfold, because a lot of people will have a dream, but they don't get to see the dream come to life. And, you know, as I was listening to George talk about that, about his wife, you know, it, um, it touched me because I am mm-hmm. seeing the fruits of my labor. I am seeing these things happen, um, and I feel very blessed for that. Absolutely, absolutely, and that you are. Um, you know, you have helped so many young girls and so many women. Um, probably some in some ways you would never know. Um, hmm. Thank you. But it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's a you kind of stirred up something <laughs> um, in me, um, and I'll talk to you about it um, when we get off the line. But um, wow. This has been great. Yeah, I always enjoy talking to you all. Yeah, and you know, I was thinking, I don't know if you heard me earlier, I was saying that I miss our um, tweet chat conversations that we used to do. Um, Yeah. Remember those? Yes, (laughs) Yes. and Terry Ellis and I, your ears should have been burning because Terry and I were saying, we've got to do that again. So we've got to come back. Oh. And people love those. I used to get messages yeah. from people saying, oh, my gosh, <laughs> when are you going to do another yes. one? So we'll have to do that. Yeah, yeah, that was so much fun. So mm-hmm. much fun. I really enjoyed those. It's mm-hmm. been wonderful having you yeah. on tonight. It's- Thank you. I just listened as if I didn't know anything about the sister core. <laughs> um, mm. it's, it's just, it's, it's so needed. Um, mm. It was needed. It was needed when it dropped in your spirit. It was needed mm. when you finally said, here I am, Lord, you know, um, <laughs> it's <still needed. laughs> so it's still, it's still today and um, in such a major way. Um, and, you know, and, and I'm hoping that, during this time when people have had a chance and an opportunity to, to be still, um, mm-hmm. really hoping that mm-hmm. people have learned a lot about themselves. Um, mm-hmm. And then not only that, but I, I hope people see the need um, to love themselves um, and to love themselves basically exactly how they are, you know, things that don't really yeah. mean much. You know, and then also learning how to, and I, th- I feel like when we, when we learn to love ourselves, truly learn to love ourselves, it's a little easier to learn to, learn to love others. 
And so Absolutely. I'm hoping that that is something, yeah, that is something that people have um, kind of thought about and 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 figured mm-hmm. out during this time when people, mm-hmm. you know, have had the opportunity to kind of be still. That's right. So I think, yeah, me too. Yeah, so this is great. I'm excited about what you're doing in Africa and all the other ideas that you have. Um, again, we are total support of what you're doing. So um, whatever you. you need from us, we are here. Mm, I know that. You all have been such a blessing <laughs> to me. So thank you. Thank you so much. You're that so whole good. network. And I just wanted you to see just the fruit of your labor and the seeds that you've planted and all of these people around the country, um, you know, who you've introduced me to. I have a whole network now. And so I just wanted you to see, and and I put their names in the, um, in the, in the comments so that you could see some of them and I tagged some of them as yeah, well. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're and welcome. you know what? And I want to say, if they're listening, I want to say thank you to all of those makeup artists that I've reached out to over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sonia needs a makeup artist in Dallas. Sonia needs a makeup artist wherever it yeah. was. I, you yeah. know, if I could find somebody I did. And so thank you to all of those makeup artists. Yeah, thank you. Some of them were people you. we didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Some of yeah. them we just got as referrals and just passed them on, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I sure do appreciate all of them. They have been such a blessing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, well, thank you again, Sonia, and thank you to those out there who listened tonight. We greatly appreciate it, and thank you to George who came on and shared with us tonight in the yes. beginning of the show. Yes, we yes. greatly appreciate um, his time. Um, so there's a lot more to come, and we'll keep you guys posted as to what we're doing and um, any information that we have on the sister accord. We will share any information that we have about um, George's product. We will share that as well. Um, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of those who tune in every Sunday night faithfully. Um, some people mm. we know, some some people I don't know. I just recognize the number every single Sunday. And I always like to wow. shout out, there's a, Texas, there's a Texas listener. I don't know who it is. They never come on the line to speak, and it's okay, but I see you <laughs> every Sunday night, and I greatly appreciate you. Um, thank you to Sharon Tina and Jennifer, and um, who else do I see out here? I know Shanice is on. Valerie, and I guess. Yeah, she's in. And some people are listening she's on online. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Hey, Shanice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so thank you, guys. I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening in every Sunday night and just the support over the past 12 years. We greatly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. So with, that, with that being said, you guys, I know some people have to work tomorrow, but I'm going to sit right in front of this laptop. <laughs> but normally, normally we're, we're, um, normally we're, uh, once we, you know, finish, we're like going to bed, getting ready for an early call time, but mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm thankful for the, the time off as mm-hmm. well, so mm-hmm. there's always mm-hmm. work to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. It doesn't matter. So, 
It's always work to do. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Again, thank, thank you, Sonia. Thank and you. And I just want to just say good night to everybody and have a wonderful – oh, Sonia, really quickly, throw out mm-hmm. your um, – your website and where people can find more information oh, about the sister yeah. board. Yeah, so uh, the website is the, keep the the in there, the sister, <laughs> S-I-S-T-E-R, accord, A-C-C-O-R-D is in dog, dot com. And you can shop, and we have masks, and we have T-shirts, and we have journals, and all kinds of things. And then um, my handles on Instagram and Twitter there is also um, there the Sister Accord. Um, we have the Sister Accord um, fan page on Facebook uh, as well. And then I'm on LinkedIn as Sonia, S-O-N-I-A, Jackson, Miles, M-Y-L-E-S. So please reach out and let me know um, what you thought about tonight's conversation. Absolutely. And then my sister can quickly... Tell where people can find us. Yes, you can find us on Facebook. We are Beauty Talk Online Radio. Again, you can find us on Twitter with beauty underscore talk, and then on Instagram with beauty underscore talk underscore media. And you can follow Denise and I both um, on all social medias using our names. I'm Denise Tunnell, that's D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L, and Janice is J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. All right. Thank you both. And again, thank you to our listeners. Everyone have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.